real life so boom we are back back once, once again once again <laughs> we missed, chop it up we missed you guys two. and gals yes session, session two of the session chop it up two yes of sir, chop yes, it sir. up this is exciting ah oh, man uh jg here ruby here and uh we are real life nyc and what is real life nyc maybe we need to talk about that for those who don't know Real Life NYC, where we love God, serve people, and impact and transform nations. Yeah, one one life at a time. Um, these are real students um, who experience Jesus in a real way. This is not like uh, some kind of a gimmick, but our faith is real. And the students on this team and that are part of Bethlehem Church really love God. And they're just after God. Yeah. They're not perfect, but they're getting after God. So that's real life. And we're part of Bethlehem Church. And we're glad that you have joined us tonight. We have a special, special um, episode tonight. We're going to be chopping it up, talking about what Pastor John and, and what the Lord has been uh, placed on his heart uh, to preach mm -hmm. uh, for the month of uh, Feb. February. I mean, we've been in this since February, since January, actually. Since January, that's that we've been is here correct. since the since January twelfth. We've been on this journey through this psalm. Mm, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty intense. Uh, for those of you who want to dig a little deeper and ex really experience um, these messages live, you know, when you go to a concert or a ball game, it's very different from watching it on TV. And it's the same. When yeah. you're in God's presence, when you're in the room, it's in the different. room, it's way different than listening online. So I would encourage uh, many of you just to come out, check us out on Wednesday night. We have our prayer service at uh, 730 p.m. at 8945 Lefferts Boulevard. But you can also look us up at bcnewyork.com yeah. and check out all the times. We also have an app where all these we messages, uh, all these weeks of messages that we're going to kind of recap, it is all available for you to listen on the app, BC New York. You can search that on the, on the Google Play Store or the App Store on the iOS. You can find us there. Um, so, so, boom. Let's get down to business, bro. For real. I feel like you have a story to tell. Well, you have like a, you, it, like when I saw you earlier, I feel like you had a long day. Yeah. <laughs> and I you seemed, <laughs> no, seriously, bro. You seemed very, what's the word? I had a moment. I had a moment. Like d disheartened or disappointed. Um, uh, man, there's a word. I can't find it right now, but you just seemed like really down and out, bro. In despair. That's right. the, you seem like you were in despair. That's, yeah. That's you ever feel one. like God is like kind of distant, you know, you ever feel like maybe, oh, of how course. come they're getting so blessed and I'm not? So it's kind of like that. So, I mean, here it is. Uh, <sighs> Bro, just don't even I just, just like, talk. okay, so I know God is good, right? God is no denying God is good, right? We're here, we're alive, we're, you know, and I know he blesses those who are, you know, who are faithful, read the word who pray i know he's good to them people that are like going after god right but me <clears throat> i feel like i almost slipped 
Slipped up. Ruby had a slip up. I almost slipped. I was like stumbling over what I saw. Um, The people who aren't going after God, I I was watching them. And I'm like, man, these people, they they boast about their wealth. They boast about how prosperous they are, how much money they got in the bank. Bro, it can be kind of frustrating sometimes. Bro, and and you know, it's easy to be jealous, right? Over this security that they have. They have all this money. All you got to do is scroll through IG and you you can get jealous real quick. Real fast. Exactly. (laughs) So they have all this security. They have all this money. They have all this this stuff in the world. And we're over here. Bank. And we are under God's discipline. You know, we have to restrict our flesh, die to self. And it's just like. Follow the rules. Follow the (laughs) rules, you know? Like. But these people indulge in whatever they want. But is they, that how they you don't have that, a care in the that's world? That's how you were feeling earlier. That, this, is that the this vibe? Is the, is this that? was the vibe earlier, wow. and it was just like these people don't have a care in the world. They don't care about their sin. They don't care about what they're doing is wrong. They they don't care, and they have it all made for them. So this is what you know. They they live like their life is never going to end. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't even hide their pride. You know, their oh, opulence. That is so true, bro. And like all this cruelty and violence, you know, like look at the war that we have going on right now. It's like pro violence. It's against a part the of their cops, lifestyle. Violence in society, vi- like right. Wow. So it's just like all this stuff is just overflowing in their life, and they have so much prosperity behind them. All this money and all this maybe they're popular, and they have all this stuff around them. And some of them even you mean like they, like Hollywood, exactly type people, exactly. Yeah, they have money to but burn, bro. At the same time, like these people even they even scoff at God. They even curse God. Yet they're so blessed. And we're over here <laughs> struggling to get through the day. My, I'm struggling to get through my day at work. I'm str- you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, it's just like here here we are trying to live righteous. <clears throat> Correct. And then you got these people that that just hate God, curse at God, and they're blessed. Literally don't care. So it's just like you know, you're, you, we, it's easy to find yourself in that mindset. Mm. Um, it can make you want to kind of turn your back on God sometimes or like question why you, like why, what, what benefit do I get for following God? If Right. Shouldn't I be blessed? Shouldn't I be prosperous? Mm. So Ruby you know, had a moment, bro. I felt it. It's that, it's, you know. And I didn't it, know you had all this in you, bro. Like, <laughs> isn't it crazy? <laughs> like, it's a lot, bro. You wouldn't know uh, from looking at me. Right. Um, maybe we'll get into the, the podcast, but I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let mean, you tell this your is my story. story. I mean, yeah, tell you, you know, story. maybe this is the podcast right now. Right, right, right. Um, but, you know, these people could, they can talk and you'll be surprised how many people listen to them. But then when we talk, oh, well, this is what God's word says. Mm-hmm. It's like we're idiots. All right. But people keep listening to their nonsense and they don't have to lift a finger to do anything. But, you know, I... Like, imagine if I spoke out the way they spoke out so that I can gain their prosperity, so I can gain their whatever blessings they have, and I just compromise myself. Mm. Wouldn't those that are looking up to me, like the students looking up to me, listening to this podcast right now, wouldn't that sound like like I'm not being faithful to God? I'm not being faithful to, like, I'm, I'm being fake then? Mad hypocritical. It would sound like I'm a hypocrite. So, you know, it's important that... We don't mm. compromise. We don't speak out of our pain, out of our low points. So did you feel like you were... No. 
it's like I could have spoken out like that, but you know, you we can spend all day trying to understand why the wicked are blessed and why we're not. Mm-hmm. But it's too puzzling. It's it's too much to understand. Okay. But when you go into the presence of God, that's where God's glory is revealed, and then you actually get a clear perspective of those people. You actually see the end result of what their lifestyle brings. So let's chop that up a second. Presence, go into the presence of God. Like how... If you find yourself outside of the presence of God, these thoughts will just eat you up. And you'll constantly be focused on what you don't have. And you'll believe the lie that God isn't good. And I think, bro, if I can interject for a second. It's very difficult, I think, for many people to be still enough to experience God's presence. You know, um, there's things that we have to do, right? We have to adjust things in our lives um, and put ourselves in a position to receive. Like, you know, it's all about the posture, you know? And um, I think that's important. Did you do that? Is that like what... is that something you miss or is that is that how you feel that you were not doing that enough? No. But is that why you were feeling the way you're feeling? No. I could have spoken out like that, but I'm not going to. You just made a decision not to. I made a decision that I'm not going to think this way. I'm not going to speak out of this out loud impulsively. But you know, instead, I had a conversation with someone last night very close to me. And I said to this person, because they're going through a really difficult time and um, a lot of anxiety, um, regrets over things that they could have done earlier, um, decisions made, thoughts haunting them. And so we had a real, yeah, this is a very close, close person to me. And so I'm like, how are your thoughts? uh, How's that been going for you? Like all these years thinking that way. You can't. You have, you know, we have, my point is you can make a decision to change your thoughts. Like you can, you can decide the thoughts are powerful and words are powerful. Yeah. They come whether you want them or not. Right. And you can say, I, you know what? Uh, tonight I'm going to end my life. I'm tired of living and tonight is it. You can do that. You, you have the power to speak something and make it happen. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. Right. So we have to be really careful what we say. But to your point, we do have a we have control over our thoughts and our decision making process. And we can decide to say, hey, I'm going to go after God right now and I want to experience his presence. Right. That's a choice that you can make. Yep. because it is. God doesn't God doesn't. Uh, he understands when you have thoughts like that mm-hmm. or when you're thinking like this mm-hmm. but the main point is to not impulsively speak out loud mm-hmm. like this like god isn't good because i'm not blessed or look what i'm going through or look at the regret regrets that i have the decisions that i made and you can be you can speak out loud like that but there's no life in that so why would i speak like that and then the people that are around me it's gonna it's it's gonna be a stumbling block to them. Mm. So control what I speak, <clears throat> go into the presence of God, guard my heart against these thoughts. I like it. 
So when you go into the presence of God, right? I went into the presence of God and I understood, you know what? The people that are prospering right now, their final destination is not, doesn't look like that. I know what my final destination looks like, being faithful to God, following God, and, and listening to his word. So, it's deep. even though I fail so many times, even though I have these thoughts, it's important that, that we keep our focus. We posture ourselves in the presence of God. And that's how we create a legacy. Because now the people that are around you, now you raise them up. You disciple them. You lead them. So it sounds like as you're speaking about your despondency, which is what you were saying, right. you, the position you were in earlier, how you felt, how, you know. Yeah. Now you're, it's like you're wrapping it up and you're realizing something. Right, as, I, as I'm as, talking. As you're talking about as it. As I'm you, talking. Right. You, you know where you need to be and you know how to get there. You know what not to do or what not to say. Right pretty deep at the end it's you're like your own you like your own uh, psych, psychiatrist right That's it's crazy. it's crazy because <laughs> you know this is how it was even back in the day mm. back in the day back in the days of the bible oh correct it sounds like very similar to uh psalm 73 actually yeah and That's why, exactly what it's why, like. why is that <laughs> Did you, did you just read Psalm 73? Yeah, I was basically just reading and summarizing Psalm 73. That wasn't my story, but it was someone's story. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Bro, isn't it sick how I'm sure like all of our listeners right now They're probably like, really thought that was your experience? Right. But actually, it is your experience. It's been my experience. It's probably been uh, the experience of many of our listeners. The human condition... It doesn't have a, it's, it's always been. Knows no bounds. Exactly. And uh, this psalm that Ruben summarized, uh, mostly word, read word for word, is Psalm 73. And it was written by Asaph. He Who was, is that? He was the director of worship. He was, he was no small uh, boy. He was a leader. He was in the, wow. uh, yeah, he was appointed by King David. And uh, it was 24-7 worship. Thousands and thousands of choir members that, you know, so he, he was the, he was the leader of that. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, he experienced this, um, as someone who was a close confidant of David, someone who was close to the King, like the um, nation, the leader of the nation, chosen the, by God, chosen by the King to lead the nation in worship. That's a huge position. He bro. knew God. You know, it's really interesting though. This, this is going to kind of blow your mind. I want you to, are you sitting down? I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting down. Right <laughs> I now. hope so. Um, Asaph or Asaph. I don't know. I like, I like Asaph better. I like Asaph. Cause we knew an Asaph. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, he was actually a worship. He was part of the worship team. Uh, he was a drummer. He was, he was pretty sick. Uh, that's a good drummer for those of you who don't <clears throat> know. Uh, but yeah, so I like Asaf. But whatever you want to refer to him as, however you want to pronounce it, it is it has a Semitic root, that name. Mm -hmm. And it actually means, well, the name means uh, harvest. 
or, or prophecy fulfilled in Hebrew. Wow. But it has a Semitic root, and the Semitic root means portal. portal. So we know that worship is a portal into the presence of God, as you were talking wow. about earlier. That's pretty dope, right? So, That's so true. And, and worship is a portal. People don't realize how, how powerful and how important music is. You know, we got to be careful of what we say, but we also have to watch what we listen careful to. Careful what we listen to. Like, you ever go to a rock concert or a rap concert? Where do they watch a concert? Mm -hmm. Their hands are where? In their pockets? Nope. Up in the air. Throw your hands in the air <laughs> and wave them like you just don't care. That's my old, old school rap. But your hands are in the air, bro. You're, 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 worshiping, you're worshiping someone on the stage or someone you can see. Or you're worshiping someone who is unseen. But it's all because of the music. It's because all it's the, the music leads you into correct. that worship. It's, music into is, that is a portal into the presence of God. Wow. And so wow. Um go all day on that. Yeah. So I just want to encourage the listeners too, as we talk about Asaf, you know, um, don't minimize worship in your life. Right. So he was this, this leader, this great choir leader, and um, he was appointed by King David, and you just read something that he wrote. Basically. Summarized it. Summarized it. And uh, in the month of February, yeah. this is what the Lord has been. Yeah, we've um, been in here for weeks, bro. In for weeks, several, several, about five or six mm -hmm. messages, right? And so um, that was Gateway of Hope, actually. If you want to look that's that up the, on the app. Yeah, that's the beginning. Actually, we have a soundbite from oh, that. Oh, play that. Yeah. So this is when that's pretty cool. Asaf was talking about, like, I mean, what I was saying earlier, um, that he said, no one can deny it. God is really good to Israel and all those who are pure in heart, but I nearly missed seeing it for myself. He almost slipped. And that's when he was stumbling over, seeing the wicked being so blessed, and he's struggling. And right now we're going to hear... Pastor John, right, summarizing and not Pastor, a soft. <laughs> We're going to hear Pastor John on a Wednesday night, right, a soundbite from his powerful preaching. And he actually, he actually, in this clip, he was started. He connected it to uh, the disciples in the storm. Um, oh, okay. How they were right. in the storm, feeling like right, feeling like God doesn't care. You don't even care, bro. Like, do how, you care that we're about to die? How many times have you felt like God does not care? Like, what you're right. going through, God has no idea. He mm -hmm. doesn't care. God's asleep. He's not paying attention. Right. He's not paying attention to me. He doesn't care about me. I'm going to die. <laughs> so that's how Asaf felt. I'm going to die right now. That is exactly how Asaf felt. Play so, that clip. Rock the clip, bro. Boom. Clearly, you can multiply food, and you're even more powerful than death. But right now, we're in a storm, and our faith is slipping because these waves are real waves and they're swamping and our boat is going down and so don't you care oh mark mm. adds it luke reinforces it not just master master we're going to drown don't you care that we're going to drown there it is there's the accusation there's the subtle lie of the enemy god doesn't love you god's not good 
God's heart towards you is not good. If God's heart toward you was good, you wouldn't die right now in this boat. You wouldn't be in this situation right now. You could have been home with your wife and your family. You could have been having a prosperous life, but you left everything to follow this Jesus. How messed up you were to follow him. And now you're going to drown as a nobody in the darkness of the night as the waves pummel this boat. Don't you care that we're going to drown. You might be God and you might do miracles, but you don't care about me. That's Psalm 73. I declare wow. that you surely are always good, God. And I also admit that as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I could feel myself giving way. I could feel the pressures of those lies. I was about to believe the enemy that said, I got to run away. I got to go somebody else. I got to buy a house in another state. I got to hide and escape New York if I want to survive this. I declare by the word of the Lord, those who stand shall stand by the power and the authority of Jesus' name. God chooses his greatest vessels to stand in the midst of the storm. I'm done, bro. Wow. And he did that with a red jacket and some red and gray ones on. <laughs> yep, that was the message, Gateway of Hope Looking from kind of fly, January 12th. Pastor John brought the heat. But man, what an intro, bro, to he, Psalm 73. He brought the heat and he had the heat on the feet. Heat on the feet. I'm sorry, but did you see the heat, heat on the in feet? in the street. Bro, did you see the heat on the feet? I heat saw that. Out of control, bro. So, man, yeah, that was powerful. Um, that's what you're missing on Wednesday night, by the way. Seriously. You no. Know? I mean, this is just a little preview. This is just as a little slither. So, I mean, he also talked about Job in that message. Uh, if you guys go back and listen to it, he, he talked did. about Job, how his friends tried to convince him that God wasn't good and he must have sinned. He right. must have did something. God wouldn't do this. To so from that Correct. birthed the next message Boom. in Adrian's heart. And that's when he spoke about. Adrian had a baby. He had a baby right there. He was, he was pregnant. Birth. He was pregnant with kind men of weird. mentorship. Right. <laughs> he looked weird too. <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing like. I don't know. Was that a maternity? <laughs> maternity blouse or was that a shirt right yeah well you have to you have to look at that yourself um right, to figure so. out what he was wearing was that a maternity outfit or was it an actual <laughs> shirt oh it's a shacket it's a shacket is that what it's called right shacket shirt jacket but yo age brought the heat right seriously and so, we actually spoke um, about his message in the last chop it up message correct in, in the last chop it up on session that we that did. was the, the which was the first right of the chop it up session. right so that's the one we chopped up and if you guys want to go back to that one yeah but just to summarize that i mean because that's worthy of like revisiting a second right. you know there's this power in, in in mentorship and i like that he 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 laid out some of the stats um regarding you know, not having a mentor and versus having one versus having one. And we all know that it, you know, if you're not watching someone pattern it, you can go to church all you want, but yep. if no one's living it out for you, um, it's hard to live it out for yourself. For real. That's when it comes to anything that you're learning, that you're, you know, uh, trying to work at and do better at when you see someone doing it. Right. It's very powerful. It sends a very powerful message, and it's a very powerful spiritual experience 
So mentors are important. Then it was sanctuary. Sanctuary. And by the way, mentors, that was James chapter 5, right? That was James chapter 5. Bro, he talked about mentor. God says mentor your life after the prophets. Right. <laughs> Take the prophets as your mentors. As your mentors. Like, um, these, they were killed. They were, you know. Right. Then he laid all that out. Bro. They went through all, they went through everything. Crazy suffering. And we, we go through a little uh, uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, we're complaining. Right. No, 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 no. Stay focused. Stay faithful. Right. So even a, even Asaf, the director of worship, was going through that. Correct. So that's what... It all ties together. That's when, um, we, when he talked about sanctuary. Remember when I was telling his story? Remember I said I had all these thoughts and then I didn't speak out of my pain. I guarded my heart against these thoughts and then i went into the presence of god mm. that's what this message was all about this is sanctuary this was sanctuary sanctuary was fire bro you know i like sanctuary because sanctuary uh for those of you who are taking notes please check that one out that was january 26 um it's the how-to right i i felt that that was the how-to of you know how do i how do i get to the next level how how do i uh, how right. do i it was three things that you said. What were the three? It was. Um, it was one. Don't speak don't out of your pain. Speak. Watch what comes out of your mouth. Mm. That was step one. So when you're having these thoughts, don't speak it out loud. Don't take on that. That and you have to regard. Regard God. Don't speak out of this pain. Two. Guard your heart against the lie that god is not good and he's not for you and guard number three heart how do you guard your heart it's just what does that mean guard you your heart guard your heart it's it's exactly what asaf did by the end of the off of psalm 73 he refocused he went into god's presence that that leads you into the next one go into god's presence go into the sanctuary and if you read in the verse actually it says um that one day he went into the sanctuary and that's when his whole perspective changed. That's when he finally realized, you know what? God is good and their final destination is death and I'm going to keep being faithful to God. His whole perspective was put into alignment in God's presence. In God's presence. In the sanctuary. As he made a decision to actually check himself and, and, and guard his heart. Right. You know, guard your heart is is watching what you watch. Right? Your heart. Your right. heart is everything. Your heart is your center. Right. Your, your mind, your will, your emotions, everything that is inside of you is in your heart. Mm -hmm. And we have to be careful what we see with our eyes. Those are the what do you call it? The those are the portals. Your right. eyes and your ears. Mm-hmm. If we're not, if if we're just whatever you take in to oh, with your eyes and your ears is what come is, on is that not builds up in that heart. I'm sorry, I know I'm older, bro, but is that not just today? Like we are constantly. It's this is great bro. because we have two different generations here, right? Yeah, I could be. I'm old enough to be your dad. You're old enough to be my son. Yeah. Um, and, but there is an assault on the mind and on the heart. There's an assault with me, social media. Come on, marketing is a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar industry for a reason. Right. Because when they assault your mind with stuff, 
then you want to buy stuff. You. Yeah, you're literally getting your brainwashed. It, it is what it is. And then out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What, it'll come right out of your mouth. And when you say it out of your mouth, you're in agreement with it and you believe it. And, you know, you hear that now a lot lately. People manifest it, right? Speak it into existence. Oh, man. I'm manifesting. Oh, That's people, the new thing. People do have an understanding of that. They understand that what you say, it will happen. If you know, except they make a whole religion out of it, they make a whole religion out <laughs> of it. But yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, that's God's word. You know, we'll guard your heart, watch what you say, and go he, into God's presence. Bro, get into the presence of God. And to be frank, you know, to be honest, um, we pride ourselves on being real, right? On, on this podcast. That is sometimes one of the most difficult things to do. <laughs> For real. To quiet, to be still, right? There's a scripture that says, right. be still and know that I'm God. You, in, for you to know that he is God, you have you to be, be, there has to be stillness. You got to stop running around. Didn't JB just talk about that, Pastor John? Mm -hmm. It's the difference between commotion and connection. Wow. People yeah, run. That was the one. Yeah, that was last week, That was the week, one we I just. Think. We just passed that one. Just passed that. Yep. People running around, running around, run, 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 think that uh, I'm doing this for God. I'm doing that for God. Uh, I got to do this. I got to. No, you're, no, you're just busy. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you're connected. You need to be still. Slow it down. Do less. Say less, right? right. Say less. Do less. Say no more. And get with God. And that's what he did. Bro, I don't know about you, but. I don't know about most, you. Some of the most powerful moments and the clearest <laughs> i've heard god's mm. voice was when i literally i wasn't praying i wasn't no music in the background no no listening to sermons no nothing just sitting and being silent yeah it's so true the most powerful moments you know i wasn't prepared to share this but i'll share it because you kind of just went there <clears throat> so november 15th i was involved in a really horrible car accident mm. where i could have ended up in the hospital and have had multiple injuries uh maybe even paralyzed that's how bad the accident was the car accident however i'll just skip to this prior to that in the morning I was in my worship time, and I remember this very, very clearly, that I made a decision that morning, just like you said, like, I'm like, why do I need to have music on all the time? Why can't I just, <laughs> right. what is this music, you know, like, okay, there's nothing wrong with music, but I just want to sit still, and I did. And that morning, I sat still. Bro, I was weeping, weeping, just me in the dark. I like to have my worship time in the dark, do you? Yeah, because you don't. There's no distraction. For some reason, I, I like the lights really, really dim. I'm awake, fully awake, but they're like really low. Sometimes even off. And yeah. I have like an, uh, ambient light from like a, a radio or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm in this really low, low light setting, and I just began to weep because I was just thinking about how good God is and changing my thoughts intentionally, focusing on the goodness of God. Right. Right. And uh, that day was i didn't know like hours later i would be involved in this really bad accident but check this out as i was uh sitting in the car and i had my seatbelt on 
um, I was actually right there, bro. I was in the secret place. The wow. Bible talks about the secret place. That's the sanctuary that he's talking bro, about. Bro, I was in the sanctuary. When I'm it's telling you. It's not a building. It's not a building, bro. When I'm, it sounds crazy to some of our listeners, but I was in that car and God told me, don't, do not remove your seatbelt. I didn't hear his voice, but I heard him in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And I always, always, always nine, 10 out of 10, bro, seatbelt off. I just happened to be sitting in the car. Do not remove your seatbelt. Answer the text. I answered the text. It's my sister. And as I'm reading this text, I had worship music playing, worship music playing. It was a very personal text. God right there in a secret place was ministering to me right there. And that secret place is what protected me. It's unexplainable. It it is literally unexplainable. I was hit from behind at 50 miles an hour. Car was totaled. And I came out like like Rambo with, you know, like one of those movies, explosions behind me. And I'm walking away, you know, like one of those things. It was just insane. And it's a miracle that I'm alive. But that, I tell that whole story not to talk about me. But God emphasized to me, I kept you in the secret place. And that's where you need to be more often with me in that place. Because when you're with him in his presence, clarity, bro, nothing matters. (laughs) Nothing can harm you. Nothing can touch you spiritually, physically. That's a place that you need to be. So. Man, I got chills on that one, bro. I didn't mean to go. Like I said, that wasn't in my notes, but that was just the Lord that brought us there. But so Momentary Monarchs is another message. And that's that comes right right of that because that's when it says here. I'll actually just read the verse. I have it in front of me. Hey, how about you just read the verse? Boom. He says, but then one day I was brought into the sanctuaries of God, into the secret place. Bro, stop. And in the light of the glory... My distorted perspective vanished. Then I understood that the destiny of the wicked was near. They're the ones who are on the slippery path, and God will suddenly let them slide off into destruction to be consumed with terrors forever. So he was clear about that. He was very, he, that's where he got his clarity. He was in the sanctuary, mm. in the presence of God, got his clarity. No, look, I'm showing you they're on a slippery slope. These monarchs that you see that are so prosperous right now, everything looks all good for them right now. It's just momentary. The glory of Rome is gone. They will slide off. That's it. And look what happened. It's crazy. Wow. Those, they're all those monarchs, all those kings, all those rulers that had everything, a whole (laughs) life made for them. They're all gone. They're all gone. So that's the clarity that Asaf received when he went into the sanctuary. So that's what, that's what, um, that what was broken down in verse 18 to 20 in Momentary Monarchs. Mm, that was powerful, bro. And what was the next message after The next that? one was uh, singing in the same room. Singing this in was the a great same one. same room. Um, so this Monarchs one he tied, um, was on February 2nd. Singing in the same room was February 9th. February 9th. This is where he connected Psalm 73 to Psalm 78. It, it was a contrast. Of how Asaf went through this tough time, internal issues, internal conflict, and showed that him focusing on God, getting his perspective right, being in the presence of God, um, how mm. that birthed the legacy 
of his spiritual sons, his sons, singing in the same room. That was all about in the sanctuary, worshiping together. And Psalm seventy-eight talks about how we will remember the great marvels of the Lord. I think you have that one, right? I need to read this one. Read this one, bro. This is crazy. Said we've heard true stories from our fathers about our rich heritage. We will continue to tell our children and not hide it from the rising generation, the ones coming up, the great marvels of our God, his miracles and power that have brought us all this far. Bro, has not God brought you far in life? And those are the things that we need to, if you're not having those experiences, you can't tell about them, first of all. (laughs) Right. right so you can't tell of this you have no influence over the next generation none and that's none. what and he tied that directly back to psalm 73 to that verse where it says if i had given into my pain and spoken of what i was really feeling it would have sounded like unfaithfulness to the next generation mm. look at dad he's right he, he doesn't really believe in this stuff. always negative always negative about god always negative about the church or look at dad my dad is faithful. My dad never gave up on God. My dad had some tough times, but man, and look at grandpa. Look at my father and my father's father, how they never gave up on God all throughout the generations. That's how you build a strong generation. And that's how you sing in the same room. <laughs> that's yep. how you imagine wor- singing worshiping together. In the, in the room, in the same room, worshiping God, one focus all together with your sons, your son's sons, all the generations with you. Like, that's powerful, bro. That's legacy. And that's what that one was all about. Wow. Then on the 16th, he talked about restoration. He dug into... Yeesh. Ooh. Oof. That one was a tough one. Wow. That one was... That one was so wow. fire, bro. I think we're going to wrap it up with this one. Yeah. It's... <laughs> honestly. <laughs> How fire is it? Yeah. Um, extremely pull that up extremely I'm pulling it up right in front of me right now this is what it says I was so stupid <laughs> wait I mean I thought you were going to read the um, scripture I am oh <laughs> okay I was so stupid I was senseless and ignorant acting like a brute beast before you Lord yet in spite of all this I still belong to you. You hold me by my right hand. You lead me with your secret wisdom. And following you brings me into brightness and glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? Mm. You're all I want. No one on earth means as much to me as you. Lord, so many times I fail. I fall into disgrace. But when I trust you, I have a strong and glorious presence protecting and anointing me. Forever, you're all I need. I mean, that sounds like a, a love letter, bro. Crazy, right? I mean, that's literally something I would write. I like to leave no- love notes to like my daughters, my wife. I could see myself. Like I could literally see myself saying, "Hey, babe, you're all I want. There's no one on earth that like means you. to as much to me <laughs> as you do. I love you forever." That's the difference between religion. And relationships, that's the difference between commotion and connection. This is right here. Right. Bro, this this ties it all together about what it is to follow Jesus. Yeah. 
you know, um, and my heart goes out to people who, uh, especially young adults and some students, teenagers, man, I know, you know, we have teenagers that listen. We have young adults. Everyone's in a different, uh, different bracket, different level, right? Different levels of maturity, mm -hmm. different levels of spirituality. So my heart is like, we want to reach so many, um, and it's like, ah, oh, man, don't you just want, I want you to have what I have, bro. Like, uh, you need to experience this God. Like, Especially when you see someone going through something that you can relate to. Jesus, it's bro. Like, man, like, if only you knew. If only you knew. And, you know, that's our heart at Real Life. And that's God's heart for all of you who are listening, who've taken the time to listen, man. We, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for all your, you know supportive comments and the things that you tell us in passing when you see us the things that you you write about us uh, all your reviews we, we we really appreciate that but this is god's heart you know god god wants us to get to this place right where where he can can we say now it doesn't mean you don't desire other things but at the end of the day man if you had 10 mil in the bank is that 10 mil more important to you than, you know, when you take your last breath, you're not going to say, I wish I made more money, right? You've heard that saying before. Mm -hmm. On your deathbed, if, if you're even surrounded by people that you love, you're going to say, man, I, I wish I spent more time with my family. Mm -hmm. I, I, w I wish I had more love in my life. I wish I, wish I gave more. Relationship. I wish I had more solid relationships. Um, you're not going to be worried about money. So mm -hmm. why are you worried about money and being liked now? The most important thing is to be loved by God. Right. Um, so it's not to say that those thoughts won't come. No, they, they will come. But it's how do you handle it? How do you not quit? How do you keep going? Man, get in God's presence. Get in God's presence. Get control it? what you talk. Control how you speak Facts. out of your pain. Guard your heart. This is what he did. And this is how he summarized. This is the last verse of Psalm 73. Give us the last verse, bro. He said, oh, actually, it's, it's connected to the verse before. It says, those who abandon the worship of God will perish. The false and unfaithful will be silenced. Never heard from again. Abandon the worship of God. But I'll keep coming closer and closer to you, Lord. For your name is good to me. I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works, my faithful and glorious God. Look at the contrast from the first, how he started to how he came, how he ended. That's a picture of whenever difficulties in life comes, whenever thoughts that come at you lies from the enemy, mm. lies from the things around you, the commotion, bring it back to connection. Mm. always bring it back and that's what Asaf did and I think that's a perfect picture especially in these hard times that we're going through right now all right wow this was deep this is very deep this um, so this is where we've been we've been traveling through this whole psalm and we just came to the end of it this last week I can't wait and so who knows where we're going next but that was so that that was the end that was this this past wednesday was the last one backstage christianity okay but those were on the final verses that i just read okay but 
Man, what's coming in March, bro? I don't know what's coming next. The heat. But <laughs> bro, so we're going to keep chopping it up, though. We're going to keep chopping it up. So we're glad you joined us for this um, Chop It Up Session 2. This was fun, bro. This was great. I hope our listeners got, um, I know they, they got something from this. Uh, whether you're going through a difficult time, whether you're, hey, everything is strong and steady in your life. We hope so. Yep. But we know that the reality is anxiety is up. Depression is up. Suicide is up. Drug abuse is up. Like, like crazy, age bro. 21 to 41 is going through it. So if that's your age bracket and you're listening, man, we're listening to you. God, God hears you. God has heard your prayer. And it's no accident that you heard this podcast. We're praying for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real Life Bethlehem Church, Real Life Student Ministries, we are praying for you and we want to stay connected with you. So if you're, you've heard this, if God has touched you in in that, that special way in your heart, and uh, we just pray that Jesus would make himself real to you, even mm-hmm. tonight, you know, right. just get into the presence of God. You can do that right now. You can do that at the end of this podcast. And that's our hope for you, that you come to know him, know his presence, and you can say, man, <laughs> you're the only thing that I want. Wow. You are the only thing that I want. <laughs> to get there. Yeah. 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 So, 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 so we're with you, right? You got, you got people on your side praying for you. We love you. Thanks for joining us once again. Remember, Real Life Student Ministries, we will see you next month. We have some things yeah, we coming have up. Some fire ones for next month. We got two episodes coming in March. Yes, it's sir. It's gonna be fire. And we love you guys. We love that you're here with us uh through this. And um yeah, make sure you guys tune in. We're on Spotify. We're on yes, sir. Anchor. We're on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Subscribe to us so Hook that you up. never miss an episode. Hook up a cool Ruby review. Oh, yeah. No. Hook us up with a five-star review. Share. Make sure you guys share it. Please. Uh, we're, also, um, we're also on Instagram, uh, Real Life NYC. You guys can follow us there. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to what's coming. All right, fam. Good night. Real Life NYC, where we talk all things spirituality leadership and personal growth peace out we love you love you guys